are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Let me tell you something. When God says in His Word what His will is, the seed is in itself. The faith of God to cause the manifestation of the promise is in the promise itself. Now, if that word abides in you, Jesus says, ask what you will and it shall be done. God's will is already established in you because the word is in you if you know what God said about it. And that word is in you. Now, it's got to abide in you. It can't be in there one minute and cast out the next. It has to abide in you. So if it's in there, then you have God's will for it. You know what God's will is. And faith is there because faith is in the word of God. So the word itself, the promise itself, has the faith sufficient to cause the manifestation of that thing in your life. Then you pray and then you will receive. But it is impossible to pray the prayer of faith if you don't know the will of God. It can't be done and the reason it can't be done is because the faith to cause the manifestation of the promise is in the word itself. The seed is in itself. Therefore, to pray about something that God has established what his will is and say, Lord, if it be thy will, would be no faith at all. Because you don't know, if you don't know his will, you don't know his word, so you couldn't have faith, the Bible faith. Do you understand? Now, I know that some of these things may be a little contrary to what you've had in your mind. But you see, the word of God's very specific on that. Now, let me give you a quick example of that and show you how this happened. Mark, the first chapter, verse 40. There was a leper that came to Jesus and he said, Lord, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. Now, here's a man that has no doubt that Jesus can heal him. Totally set him free from his leprous condition. But he does not know whether it is God's will or not. So he says, Lord, I know if thou wilt, thou canst make me whole. Now, the world is full of people that know that God can if he will. The devil even knows that, but the devil's not going to get anything. I hear people say it all the time. Well, I know the Lord's able. Well, the devil knows that. And I'm not just trying to be hard. I'm trying to show you something here. Now, the leper says, I know you can, I just don't know whether you will or not. And here's Jesus, anointed with the Holy Ghost and healing power. He can even walk through a crowd and they just touch his garment and get healed. I mean, crowds all around him, it says in places, the whole multitude got healed. Everybody that touched his garment got healed. And it didn't say that his garment was anointed, it says Jesus was anointed. But now here's a leper that comes to Jesus With a question, you see. He doesn't know whether Jesus will heal lepers or not because there was no lepers healed to that point. No record of any lepers being healed to that point. He knew other people had been healed, no doubt. That's the reason he came. He had hope. But he had no faith because he didn't know the will of God. So here he comes. And he asked that question. He petitions Jesus. Jesus moved with compassion. Brother, when Jesus was moved with compassion, somebody is going to get healed. 
He moved with compassion. He laid his hands on him. I mean, he didn't even take a second thought. He just laid his hands on the guy. And no healing flowed. No power flowed. The man just as leprous as he ever was. Until Jesus answered his question. And he said, I will be thou clean. Instantly the man was made clean. See, it's impossible to ask in faith when you do not know what the will of God is. So it's important. Tremendously important. To know what God has said. To keep the word in you. That's why Jesus said a good man out of the good treasure of his heart. He bringeth forth good things. He has the word of God in his heart. The word's abiding in him. Now there's two stages of that. Most people flunk out on the first stage. Out of the bunch of the heart the mouth speaketh. Yes. And a good man out of the good treasure of his heart he bringeth forth. But yet there is a first stage of the speaking of God's word to get it in the heart. See, you see all kinds of people that are always wanting to reap a harvest, but they don't want to do any planting. You always see people that says, well, glory to God, I'm waiting for my ship to come in. And they hadn't sent one out. (laughs) I got news for you, it's not coming. (laughs) It works on the law of seed time and harvest. You got to send something out. Now, you've got to have something in your heart if you're going to out of the abundance of the heart, speak it out. So how do you get it in there? Proverbs tells us to bind these things about thy neck, write them upon the table of thine heart. Now, how do you do that? David tapped into it when he said, my tongue is as the pen of a ready writer. You speak these things into the heart. That's the way you get them in there. You speak God's word. You say it with your mouth. You form it with your tongue, you speak it, and it goes into the soil. That's what Jesus said, how the kingdom of God worked. The kingdom of God's if a man cast the seed into the ground. The seed is the word of God. You speak it, and he says he goes to bed and he gets up. Is anyone in here don't know how to go to bed and get up? <laughs> in other words, he's not talking about now getting lazy. That's not what he's saying. That's not the idea at all. What he meant was he didn't have to fast, he didn't have to pray, he didn't have to stay up, he didn't have to do all those things to hope to God that the seed would work. Did you ever see a farmer plant corn and just go to praying and squalling and say, Oh, I hope to God corn will work? Hey, man, corn knows how to do it. <laughs> just don't worry about it. Go to bed and get up. So what he's saying is you don't fret, you don't worry about it, you don't try to have faith. I mean, you plant the seed and you go to bed and get up. Go on doing what you're doing. And he said, the earth will bring forth fruit of itself. The soil knows how to produce. But did you know that the soil does not determine what is produced? The seed you plant is what determines what is produced. Now, there's always somebody. That's got the idea that we're going to use faith and use God's word on him and bankrupt God by manipulating God. I've had people to say, well, I know why you're giving. You're just giving to get. Now, you know, that's like walking up to a farmer and saying, yeah, I know why you're planting those soybeans. You just want more soybeans. Yeah. How else you going to get them? (laughs) Some things are ridiculous, you know. 
No, you're not going to bankrupt God. You're not going to misuse the principles of God's word because if you do, your heart will condemn you and your faith will shut down and it won't work for you. You'll have a spiritual heart attack. Your heart will attack you <laughs> with condemnation. <laughs> now, I'm telling you something that's absolutely the truth. You know what John said? First John 3, 20, 21. He said, Beloved, if our hearts condemn us not, then have we confidence in God. Whatsoever we ask of Him, we receive of Him, because we keep His commandments and do those things which are pleasing in His sight. Now, it wasn't keeping the commandments. It wasn't doing the things that were pleasing in His sight. It wasn't doing the good things that caused the prayers to be answered. It was the fact that His heart didn't condemn Him, that He had the confidence that it would happen. So you see, indirectly it had effect on it, but it was not just doing the good things that caused the manifestation. It's the fact that he had a clear conscience before God. And Paul says, holding the mystery of faith in a pure conscience. When there's not a pure conscience, you can't have the faith of God. Now go with me to Matthew, the 15th chapter. In verse 2, Pharisees are speaking Jesus. They said, why do thy disciples transgress the tradition of the elders and they wash not their hands when they eat bread? And boy, wasn't that a big deal. I mean, they couldn't get the, all the sand off their hands before they ate bread. Now listen to what Jesus tells them. Verse 7. Ye hypocrites, well did Isaiah prophesy of you, saying, This people draw nigh to me with their mouth and honoreth me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. But in vain they do worship me, teaching for doctrines the commandments of men. He said their worship was in vain because they taught the tradition of men and made the word of God to none effect. Now listen to what Jesus said. Verse 11, Not that which goeth into the mouth defileth a man, but that which cometh out of the mouth, this defileth a man. In other words, what is it that comes out of the mouth? It's just words that we speak. Now follow it on down to verse 18. Those things which proceed out of the mouth come forth from the heart and they defile the man. For out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murders, adulterers, fornication, theft, false witness, blasphemies. These are the things which defile a man, but to eat with unwashed hands defileth not the man. So Jesus is laying some things on the line here that if we will grasp these truths will tremendously change your life. Now James says, you'll deceive your own heart if he seems to be religious and bridleth not his tongue. You got to watch what you speak. You will defile your own heart and you don't want to defile your heart. What happens is the Saul takes what you say to be exactly what you wanted to happen. Whether it's right or wrong, Good, bad, or indifferent, you have planted a seed, the words that you have spoken. Remember, the soil does not decide whether it's right or wrong. It is the seed that determines what the harvest will be. God bless you. I do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. Now, before I leave the broadcast, let me remind you that all this week we have book and CD offer number 7513. It's a 77-page paperback entitled God's Image of You and two CDs for $22 plus $5 postage and handling, a total of $27. God's Image of You. God sees you as He created you to be. God's not through with you yet. He's not through with me yet. 
in this book, we talk about speaking the image, speaking the things God says about you. You know, the scripture says, give and it shall be given unto you, good measure, pressed down, shaken together. Well, you speak that till you get that image on the inside of you that because you've given, it is given unto you. You're blessed. You have favor with God. And find these scriptures and speak the image. Words create images. Once you get that image on the inside of you, that God hath given unto you all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him that called us to glory and virtue. And the way he did it was through the exceeding great and precious promises, that by these you might be partakers of the divine nature. Now, you need to know that God's already given you everything that pertains to life and godliness. But you have to get that image on the inside of you. You have to see it. If you can't see it, you can't have it. You know, God told Abraham, look to the east, west, north, and south. I'm going to give you everything you can see. He's still saying that to Christians today. See, the promised land to them was a physical land, but our promised land are the promises of the new covenant. And if you can see it, you can have it. If you can confess the word until it gets on the inside of you and abides in you, it will manifest itself in your life. So speaking the image, words create images in you and you can live out the reality of it. I'd like to preach it all, but don't have time. That's book and CD offer number 7513, God's Image of You, a 77-page paperback and two CDs for $22 plus $5 postage and handling total of $27. We have a toll-free order line. That's 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.